Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Front Row Seat Podcast. I am Noah Alvarez. I'm Jacob Fanshaw. Episode 56. Before we get into anything, please like, please subscribe, please follow the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. And, you know, episode 56, we just came off Mascot Madness on the previous one of our good buddy Alec Romero. And we have another special episode. I feel like every episode is special, but this one happens to fall on a week, very special week to both you and I. It's Jacob's birthday week. It was Monday, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. Turned 24. Thank you. Kobe year. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Last year was Jordan year, right? Mm -hmm. This year is Kobe year. I love that they're like. What's 25? Uh, I think 25 is quarter life crisis year. LaShawn McCoy year. Ooh, LaShawn McCoy. Okay, I like that. Solid choice right there. But um, I guess we'll start with the podcast with this, you know, just kind of, I want to ask this, because you know I'm big on reflection and and Mm -hmm. we've kind of talked about journaling and stuff, but I guess overall, what are some big lessons, takeaways, things that you had gained from your year of being 23? That odd number of years are like probably worse than even number of years. (laughs) Why do you say that? Uh, I don't know. I mean, well, I had fun 21, and then 22 was kind of weird. 23 was just as weird, and I'm 24, and it just feels pretty good. And besides, odd numbers are pretty ugly when you think about it. Like, who likes odd numbers? <clears throat> You're telling me you don't like 17? No. Seven? No. Those are good numbers. Nine? Well, it's odd that I say that when I consider <coughs> I consider 21 to be my lucky number. Yeah, well, see, that's the day odd I number. was born, though. Yeah, 21st. Um... March 21st. Why would you say those two years were weird by any chance? Well, this these last, like, four years have been weird. Do you think that's just part of being young adult? Yes. And then the <laughs> whirlwind of living through a global pandemic yeah. and major historical events and changes. And in my own life, you know, I lost my first car, unfortunately. Sheila got, a, got in a bad car accident. But, you know, it is what it is. Things happen. I am fortunate to still have a car that functions and works and, you know, the whole nine yards. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, I really learned the importance of like, because I I had a surprise party thrown for me for the first time ever in my entire life, and it was kind of cool because it was it was just a bunch of people that had showed up and they were there for me, and it just had taught me the importance of being present. Mm. You know, you don't necessarily always have to have a gift for someone or or do something for somebody other than just be there for them. You know, just sometimes no words need to be exchanged, just a good comfortable silence with somebody that you're. You're, you're, you can be vulnerable with is, is enough. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I've learned a, a bunch of life lessons or not. I mean, no more than I had beforehand. So okay. it's a little bit hard to answer that. But overall, you know, I just, I'm, I'm 24, I guess. I liked your answer. I mean, I thought there were, you had some good points in there. Yeah. yeah. And um, it felt nice, especially because my birthday was on a Monday. I really didn't expect. Um, anything like any big things to go down because it's a Monday you know I, I get it like people have work and stuff so my mom and dad they had thrown together something last Tuesday mm-hmm. or no last minute and it was on Saturday I went to the USC game with my brother and Sabrina we came back and my cousins and other people were there and it was pretty fucking sweet it was like you know, pretty solid yeah back from a quick pause uh we have some visitors at the park we record at, you know, just a friendly reminder, we are not recording from a professional studio, but we are giving you solid contact, co- content on a weekly basis. I should spit on my web. Forgot how to wow, end. you still have it in your mouth? Yeah, you know what? That's very unprofessional of me, but I apologize, and at least it was in the first five minutes. 
the irony in that. Yeah, that's it's kind right. of funny. You're like, yeah, we give you professional content. <laughs> As I'm chewing gum yeah, on the gum microphone. Oof. Yeah, that's tough. That's today's a tough one. Can just, I rewind that? Today's episode is just ASMR. No, it's not. <laughs> it's just... All right, relax. Blow okay. Bubble for us. I actually do not know how to blow bubbles with gum. Really? Never been able to. I am super. That's like one like low key skill. I'm not jealous of, but I do envy the people that can. It's not hard. I have just never been able to do it. People have like, oh, you just put it on your tongue and like drag it, and I, I can't you get it. You don't have good tongue work, and that's I guess, okay. I guess not. Yeah, I don't know what to say to that, but I guess we can kind of just move on to the rest of the episode. Just to cap it off, man. Uh, you know, again, happy birthday, Thank listeners. You. Wish them happy birthday. Thank you. I'm sure everyone's sick of hearing how it's my birthday. It's no, but last, you know like, what? It, it's a cool <laughs> thing. It's good to appreciate life. You know. I think at the end of the day, birthdays do get redundant, actually. Like, as you get older. It feels fucking should, redundant. I'm only 24. Exactly. But you should still make some time to enjoy them in some form or fashion. Because if you don't, then, like, what's... I don't want to say... It just... You got to find some time to excite... Not excite yourself, but get excited about things. Love yourself. Appreciate yourself. Love yourself. Appreciate yourself. Thank yourself for doing all the things that you've done. I mean, look, you're here. You're 24. Shit. You're alive. You're healthy. About as healthy as I can be. I don't know if I'm healthy. But you're, you know, about I mean? as healthy as I can be. True. You're not as healthy as you can be, but you're health. You're on the healthier side of things. I agree. I I'm on the right <laughs> side of 25, as I was told earlier. Ooh, um, right side of 25. Saturday. Oh yeah, yeah. You are on the right I'm side on of 25. The right side of 25. I don't know, man. I'm appreciative of all the people that came out and showed support. Mm-hmm. Mad love cherish you guys all Appreciate thank you for you, all the birthday well wishes and kind words and that's really all i've got to say we can move on from my birthday it is now wednesday so yeah technically no longer birthday watch oh man you gotta do a birthday month bro uh, I don't know about shout out one. to uh i will say happy birthday to brianna her good friend brianna from sac sacramento she uh she her birthday's today march 23rd wait oh. today's the 23rd right yeah so her birthday's today march 23rd oh, um, uh, yeah shout out to brianna shout out to all the aries man and uh well i think she's technically a pisces isn't she no you're an aries so she's an aries. no i know but I, I i know i'm an aries by like one day or something yeah she's an aries by like three, two days or three days uh, <laughs> um well, but yeah fuck. i guess that's yeah that's the end of the birthday talk a lot of things to get to in this show folks um i would say most of them are sports related Somewhere. obviously you know i think march is a pretty fun time in sports because not only do you get march madness i think nba playoffs at least the races heat up you're also getting um, NFL free agency in the off season, and I think you know that kind of just totally encapsulates like I, I think there's like sport there's sports months right I think October is a big one because you get the World, World series, series playoffs MLB you get college football the conferences start heating up but right. I also think I, I think September is probably my favorite sports month because that's just like the meat and potatoes of college football. Eh, good point. Good point. I just think. I think there's still some really good quality matchups in October, especially oh, in those first definitely. couple weekends. Oh, I just I love those like the first five weekends. True, but I think um, so awesome. I think March kind of compares to that the spring equivalent. You know, there's just a lot of baseball came back, right? Uh, I think we mentioned that was it two shows ago that yeah, officially came back. The lockout is over, Johnny. Yeah, so the lockout's officially over. I mean, I remember you said was it three episodes ago about the yogiisms oh, and like yeah. oh until baseball comes back but it only and took like, like a week three. yeah well yeah, we also was, started really late that's okay I, that idea started really true late. but i'm glad honestly when you first suggested the idea like man he's probably gonna get like 
seven to eight in. Well, there was, get baseball. That, that website it was like ten quotes, so I'm like, this is at least <laughs> ten more days, like ten more episodes, ten yeah. more weeks. Not days, but weeks. Yeah. So, but uh, you know what? I'm very glad that baseball's back. MLB spring training is in full swing. Um, I don't really care too much for spring training, I will admit. I think it's kind of cool when I'm going to work and, like, I'm listening to the Dodgers. Yeah. And their spring training game. But I, I don't – I'm not actively watching spring training. You know, I'm not one of – I love baseball, but not enough to watch meaningless baseball, I guess. Because those – ultimately, those records don't matter. Or Of course. And it's really just to get – it's to what see it is. developmental players and stuff like that. It's, it's to get warmed up. Think of it as, like, one long warm-up. You know how everyone stretches and warms up before yeah. a game? Yeah, you need that before a season. That's all spring training it is. It's about, yeah. what, two, three weeks worth? I, I think sometimes it's longer, but this year is probably a little shortened because of the the season starting well, a little later than ideal. April seventh, right? Yeah, it's starting relatively soon, so we're gonna have baseball That's literally games on. right around the corner. Yeah, yeah, MLB MLB TV is gonna be back free if you're a T-Mobile user. We're not sponsored, but <laughs> I just that's why I stick with T-Mobile because I get a free MLB TV subscription. And we'll be sure to do an MLB show preview show with Alec Romero. Um, maybe maybe we get some different personalities on it too. Um, I just think it'll be fun to just Who else talk do we baseball. Know that's big baseball. I think Andrew Pasquini. I don't know if we could do a four way. Do we gotta get Griffin in on it? Oh, and Griffin too. That's another person. Yeah. So young boy Griffin. Some ideas to float around for the next couple weeks. Speaking on the terms of baseball, not so much MLB, but I think you know a few weekends ago we kind of made that that pledge to college baseball, and we both checked out some college baseball this past weekend. Uh, I'll let you start with it. Anything really stick out from you? That you you saw two USC games this weekend. Anything yeah, kind of really stuck out? I went last Saturday and Sunday. Sunday was a promotional giveaway. It was this LA hat that I'm wearing, but it was cardinal and then gold. Okay. Unfortunately, the USC students that are dorming on campus, they got wind of the mm. promotion, and apparently they just came in full force, used mm. their free passes, got the hats, and then bounced. Ah. So I was a little upset about that just because we didn't get to get a hat. And they said 500 people, but there was not 500 people at Dado Field. So. That's, yeah, so they probably, like you said, they dipped out early. Yeah, that was a bummer, dude. That was a bummer. But That's kind of a buzz. I mean, I wouldn't say anything standing out other than, like, dude, just the wealth of, like, my ideal life. So I've been asking myself a lot. I, I've been asking myself a lot lately as we put the sunshade up because you know, we're, 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 yeah, we're cooking out here. <laughs> I, I've been I, I asking this, myself uh, yeah, a lot lately what I love about baseball. Yeah. You know, because I've become this self-proclaimed baseball lover. And yes, it is self-proclaimed because anything before 2016, I will admit, I, I, I did not care. I shared the same foolish thoughts that, well, mm. a lot of my casual friends have. That baseball's slow. It's unexciting. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um... And it always comes down to a couple things. One, baseball's like life. Yeah. There are days where you don't feel great and you're not necessarily know you don't necessarily know why. And I'm not talking about mental health. You just don't feel good. You know, it's it's a grind. You're yeah. Every, you know, you, you ever seen it the movie? It could be a weather thing. You ever seen the movie uh, A Bronx Tale? I have not actually. Okay, first off, a lot of people tell me I look like Colosino. So you need to watch that movie. <laughs> super, Colosino. super duper good. What it's a name. it's very good. But Robert De Niro, he plays uh, a bus driver. And he finds out his son is uh, helping out one of the mobsters. But not, like, doing mob shit. He's just, like, you know, just helping him do odd jobs and he's paying him. Mm. And he gets mad at him. And the kid, there's a funny line where the kid tells him, he's like, why do you, he's like, why, why do we even like Mickey Mantle? Like, Mickey Mantle doesn't pay, pay our rent. And he slaps him and he's like, you don't understand. He goes, you want, you want to go make some man? He goes, you have to get up every single fucking day and get your paycheck day in and day out. And I, I, I think about that, and that's mm. baseball. 
you know, day in, day out, whether you're tired, whether they just had a city, you know, they were just in two cities in four or six days. It's a grind, and life is a grind, and I like that. Mm. I, I like that. I don't. In the football season, there's 18 games, right? Yeah. The NFL and college, there's about 12, 13. 12, 13, you yeah. You can Bulls. carve out 12 weeks, 13 weeks, and watch every week, right? Yeah. You, you can afford to do that. In baseball, especially with this job that I'm going, I'm probably going to miss the weekday games. You know, going 3 to 10, I'm probably not going to get to watch many yeah. weekday games at all. That's tough. It's going to suck. But my point is, is when I watch on the Saturday and Sunday, I won't really be missing anything because that's the beauty of baseball. Whether you're joining in in the 80th game of the season or the hundredth and fifteenth game of the season, you're still it's still at at its core the same sport and it doesn't change and it's timeless. Yeah. And secondly, what I love about baseball is that it's the dramatics. Mm. It's when you're watching the game and and it's a it's you know top of the third inning and there's a runner on second and there's two outs and there's a one two count. It's dramatics. You want to know yeah. who's going to win that battle. Is the hitter going to win or is 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 it going to go be drawn out to a three two full count? Is it going to walk them all of a sudden? Now it's more complicated. Now you have runners on first and second. Yeah. You know or I don't know. It's just the game is changing and it, and it there's stakes and in football the stakes are very easily defined. There's no stakes on first and ten. It's still first and ten. There's no Good stakes. Point. There's, no, there's no stakes. There's at a like lot of stakes on at second like... and four. You know, it's the stakes in football come in like, oh, it's a cruel, it's middle of the third quarter and it's third and eight. They need this. I think third that's down. true. Like, okay, like in, in football, you can, yes, you, you can if, select your stakes. If we saw a whole game, right, LSU Alabama, let's pick a random year, right, and we were told to edit the video to bring the highlighted moments of the game, we could. It would be pretty easy. Be like, okay, goal line stands from Bama, uh, goal line touchdown from LSU. Uh, third down stop a muffed punch shit like that yeah in baseball it's like well you kind of would have to watch the whole game to like the box score is only going to show that the reliever threw two scoreless but maybe in those two scoreless there was runners on second and third or yeah. the bases were loaded you, you would need to have been watching the game to have understood the the no, en- enormity of the situation and, and there's dramatics to that especially in in every world series since 2016 if you go and watch those back on youtube from game one to seven I mean, come on. If you were a fan of those teams as, as I was for the Dodgers in it, I'll never forget that 18-inning ordeal against Boston. Yeah. That was that was just fun. I, I remember I, I watched – I consumed that game in three different ways. I started off the night on the radio as I was driving to my grandparents' house. Middle of the night, middle of basically majority of the game, I was at my grandparents' house. And the end of the night, I ended it up on the radio again, smoking, finishing the game. So, like, getting to consume that in three different ways and – the words and the descriptions of three different, you know, it's such a freaking slugfest epic. Like, dude, that was just insane. And, yeah. and it, I really loved how my entire Twitter timeline, like I said, I have very few sports friends. Everyone was tuned into that game. That yeah. was just everyone who didn't watch baseball was like, holy crap. It was crap, a moment. It was a moment. Yeah, it was. It, was. it really was. And, and I think that that's, that's when baseball is at its best. Mm. Not in the fall classic, but just when you can get sucked in and, and appreciate the intensity and the... Well, the dramatics. Yeah. And then three, because baseball is just a great sport. And there's a lot was, there's a lot more characters in the sport than there are others. Because you can see their faces. True. I was going to ask, uh, was, was there a lot of dramatics this weekend, USC, Cal? Uh, you know what? There was on Saturday. On Saturday, so USC lost the series, unfortunately. They won on Friday, and then they lost Saturday and Sunday. So hopefully I'm not a jinx, because I will be going back to more weekend series. <laughs> but... Saturday, they had a four-run bottom of the eighth to come back and tie it 5-5. And then in the top of the ninth, unfortunately, the reliever, 
he gave it up and they ended up losing 5-4 or 7-4 mm-hmm. or something like that. And then on Sunday they just were just outmatched. They couldn't they couldn't close the gap. They the final play of the game was a screaming line drive, great play made by the if I'm not mistaken third baseman and he doubled up the first base. No. Okay. Second the batter on second on second base because he went without checking the ball and it was a bang bang play. So it's hard to be too upset at that, you know, poor base running, but there was there was a I'd say it was a folly of errors that led to USC losing that series against Cal. And unfortunately, they had the previous series before that to open up Pac-12 play. They had beaten UCLA right. at Jackie Robinson Field two out of three to get even ranked for the first time since 2016. I remember, yeah. They were ranked at 25. Unfortunately, they are no longer ranked. Right. But I'm hoping USC can string together a couple more consecutive series wins. They, Kate, Dude, speaking of dramatics, SC posted a five-run like bottom of the ninth or eighth last night to beat Cal State Fullerton 11-10. Ooh, okay. Yeah, so that is Cal State Fullerton, though. I mean, they should... Cal State Fullerton yeah. hasn't been as good as they have they been in the past. They haven't. And, yeah, they should kind of beat up a smaller Cal State like that. But Cal State Fullerton is on, on a down year, Five-run rally, like... That's cool. That's, that's cool. not bad at all. So yeah. I'm hoping uh, USC can kind of consistently put together win, win every series you play and you'll be in the position you need to be. I'm excited for the upcoming... Uh, not this weekend series, but like in a couple weekends, they have Oregon State. Do we got? I, if we're talking about going to games, we should try to go to the one where they're giving out their shirt. It says "Beat the Beeves." Beat the Beeves. Okay, that would we'll be cool. Definitely check the calendar yeah, and see if we can cool. make that happen. And then I think they have like a couple more Pac-12 opponents. It's all going to be conference play, except yeah. for the weekday games, right? Which um are like five dollars too, so it's pretty sweet. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, dramatics as in like watching the game and big moments. Yeah, there's plenty of those, and and I just love being at the ballpark. It, there's an ambiance and a feel to it that's just unbeatable. I was gonna say because Friday, I was mentioning that to uh, my friend too. We went to go catch a Long Beach State game. It's cool when the whole crowd is on the same page as far as the oohs, the ahs. Oh, exactly. Oh, like, you know, I love yeah, and I love it, those reactions. And it's just especially when you're in a decent crowd. I went to like I said the Long Beach State game. They played Hawaii on Friday, and. Um, I went on that Sunday when they played Sacramento State. It was relatively thin, but Friday, like, a lot of people came out. And I think they were having some sort of kids' night because, like, there was a lot. There was, like, maybe, like, ten different Little League teams. That's awesome. So they're all wearing their jersey, running That's around. Awesome. Second, third grade level. So it was cool. And um, just a bunch of people there. It was nice. It was good to see the light, them play under the lights. But like I said, there were some moments where, you know, screaming line drive and, you know, right fielder makes a nice sliding grab. And everyone's like, oh, ah, you know, and they start clapping. Um, it's a couple of big strikeouts, you know, a couple of things like that. Really just when everyone's in unison, I know it happens in other sports too, but I just, I think that's one cool thing about sports and just baseball in general. Everyone's kind of like the, the collective noise, the collective noise of suspense. And when it's all uniform, everyone's like, Oh, well, that's the thing. It's those dramatic, the dramatics and the suspense that I mentioned that I just previously talked about right now. Yeah. That is exemplified and exacerbated times 10. When you when you're actually at the ball game, yeah, because then you know we'll be having a conversation and then we look up and it's like oh shit, hey, yeah. there's two outs and there's a runner on third and yeah. it's like two one, two two count. Like, right, right. Hey, let's tap in. You know. Yeah, like you even know, probably before that, you get into like you realize where it's going. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I wanted to say uh, the game I went to Friday, it was a four zero win for Long Beach State. Oh nice. University of Hawaii didn't really bring their A game. Got blanked. Yeah, Luis Ramirez, the starter for Long Beach State, definitely want to shout him out. Seven innings, ten strikeouts, only gave up two hits. So that, ten strikeouts. The, wow. the starter was dealing. Um, he made the Hawaii hitters look foolish. Had a ten nice, strikeouts. That's a lot. He had a lot. Of, he had a nice fastball slider combo. Almost a baker's dozen. Yeah, yeah, and and regardless of the fact, I mean, it was just 
for the most when you hear four zero ball game, you just know right there it wasn't super competitive. Like there wasn't a lot of I want to say there was two innings, only one with the starter and another one with the reliever. That was really threatening for Hawaii. But like when those times did get threatening, like I said, we were you know chit chatting. Ended up running to another friend there too, Nico. Shout out to Nico. Uh, so it was three of us sitting, we're chit chatting, chit chatting. A suspensal part comes in the game. We're all tapping in for the you know that 10, 15 minute stretch, and then it's I don't know. Then it was kind of a lull again, and we just like you said, keep chit chit, kept chit chatting. So I don't know it was fun. Check out your local college baseball games, folks. I'm definitely gonna try and get out to USC. Try and do some UCI games, the Cal State Fullerton games, and just other colleges in the area before the season comes to an end because it's cheaper, usually a pretty good experience, and um, I don't know. Baseball, I think all baseball is fun. Most levels of baseball are pretty chill. Definitely, and I'm definitely looking forward to going to a Dodger game this year. Going to try to actually go to a promotional Dodger and get a bobblehead just yeah. because I like bobbleheads. They're a cool little. What would be your dream bobblehead to get of any player on the team right now? Oh, of any player on or the if they did right a, if they did like a Probably retro like a Bet. Oh, okay well of current player would be Mookie Betts or Freddie Freeman okay, okay why not why not both porque no los dos and then retro definitely like a Vince Scully I have mm. a Sandy Koufax one so I definitely wouldn't mind like an Oral Hershiser or mm. uh, think or, they would or do or it like a Ren Barber that'd be that'd be taking it way back you think they would ever do an Eric Gagne bobblehead mm, uh, I think they have okay. I know like when he was playing but like you think they Oh, yeah. Did I want mean, to come like of second. Him? I think he's second on the all-time saves list, only behind Jansen. So I can't imagine yeah, why. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, Valenzuela man. would be cool. Yeah, Valenzuela would be cool. But yeah, well, def- definitely looking forward to going to more Dodger games. Or you know, I want to make it out to a Dodger game. Hopefully, the Yankees are in town, uh, uh, West Coast wise, against the Angels, and I'll go over there and yeah. rep uh, rep the Yanks. Hopefully, by then, I'll have my Yogi Berra jersey or <laughs> Mantle. Or DiMaggio, I don't know, dude. There's so many freaking Yanks to buy. Like, it's impossible to pick just one. Yeah, you got time. I do. Don't rush it. I don't even, I don't even know <laughs> if the Yankees are coming West Coast, so. All right, well, Yeah. it is what it is. Um, oh, I will shout out. If we're talking jerseys, though, I saw this in their promotional. I, um, we don't partner with them, but, you know, always like to give uh, hashtag grow the sport. Rocks in the outfield. Yeah. Uh, to Max, uh, Max Farias and Carl. I don't even know Carl Crawford's Cervantes. last name. Oh, it was Carl Cervantes. Yeah. Um, both of those guys, they have a very solid Angels podcast. Yeah. Def- like, if you love Angel Baseball and just Angel Baseball, check them out. Like, they will itch that itch that you have. I like their Twitter content, too. They're very yeah, active. Yeah. Um, they're, they're posting will, videos. You will they went get to spring responses. training. I know they posted, like, a but YouTube video, the, so that's the, cool. Did that YouTube video, I think, that they posted, did you see Max's jersey? It was, like, Shohei, but in Japanese. Yeah. That, that was cool. Got to give credit where credit yeah. is. Like, I think this year I'm going to work on... Uh, my MLB Twitter presence in terms of oh. like in terms of you MLB know Jacob okay. no 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 not like that I just yeah, yeah, like yeah. maybe I don't need to flame like I know flame wars on Shohei like true, you know true, what? True. I, I've already accepted he's going to be a prodigy and he's only Thank going to continue you. to get Thank better you. does I still don't enjoy I I still don't how do you say I don't want to use the word enjoy but you're I'm, not a salty I'm not going to complain Brett, yeah, yeah I, I guess. I, I don't know. I, I'm just going <laughs> to accept that he's an excellent player and that he's going to continue to do outstanding things and I'm not going to wish ill will upon Shohei. Yeah. Um, and let's just see if the Angels can make the postseason. I mean, it's been expanded by two more teams this year. So yeah. let's see. They very well might be in the running for it because they were literally a 500 team last year or if like just under close, it, like 495. Close, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's all I've got to say on that. Go check out our good friends at Rocks in the Outfield. They sell all tons of pretty cool Angel merch if you're an Angel fan. And they very much so are big Shohei believers and fans. Nice. So go out and check them out. And uh, shout out to Max and your very cool Shohei jersey. But as we progress through 
on and on to other bigger, more important news. This involves the gridiron. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start with the easiest hot button issue to talk about. Which one's the biggest? I was going to say, there's oh, a easily lot. Easily Devontae Adams. Easily. Over Deshaun Watson? Deshaun yes. Watson's a little... Yes, because okay. Deshaun... Yes. Fair, fair. Okay, Devontae Adams. Yeah, let's start there. Signs with the fucking... I think he got traded, actually. Mm-hmm. He, he traded and signed an extension with the Las Vegas Raiders. Which is... Ins- I got to... It's insane. Finish your thoughts. Finish your thoughts. Yeah, please. I was just going to say, um, kind of a trip because... Look, the Packers the last two years have been really... There's been a lot of drama. It's very soap opera-esque, right? They are a roller coaster that continues to click up, and then right before the drop, it stalls. Mm, uh, yeah, yeah, I would say that for sure, it's especially in the playoffs. It's been a decade since they've been to the Super Bowl. Correct. I, I, but I'm just saying, there's so much drama surrounding them, too, because this last offseason, uh, if you think a year ago, almost to the date, it was very unsure if Aaron, Rodger, Aaron Rodgers was going to play for the team in 2021. He had some negative things to say about how the team was built around him. He just said he, you know, needs to be on the same page with the front office. Pretty much calling them out, saying, "Hey, they're not up to par with what I should be surrounded with." He says that the entire offseason shows up to training camp late. Lies um, about being vaccinated. Lies about being vaccinated. Has long hair. Looks like a hippie. Just a weird guy. He does do all kinds of hippie dippy shit. He is, and it's because he's from Northern California. That's true. He is, and so I'm not saying it's bad. But everyone kind of saw that the writing was on the wall that he was going to leave or would ask to be somewhere else next Which season. Which he did. He did. But somehow, it, for some reason, the Packers didn't want to budge. Aaron Rodgers stays, gets a nice, fat contract extension. However... Gotta feel like an asshole for that one, though. Oh, sure, sure, sure. But then, who's the bigger asshole? The franchise? The front office for letting De- Devontae Adams Hear those go? those sirens? They're yeah. on their way to arrest Aaron Rodgers right now <laughs> for his assholery. No, I just and his disrespect of the franchise. Seriously, I, it is. It is. If but I was it, the owner, I'd be like, dude, fuck. What's you. more disrespectful, Aaron Rodgers and what he did, or the Packers signing him after he agrees to the contract session and be like, oh yeah, we're not going to keep your best target. We're going to let Devante Definitely Adams go in the trade. Aaron Rodgers, because he, he made the front. Basically, yeah, right. if, you're, right. if you're the Green Bay the Packers right now, yeah. and I say me and you are like, I don't know, the cornerback and the safety, like the starting cornerback and starting yeah. safety, like, dude, how do you feel respected? In that True. franchise right now, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is the franchise. Yeah, nothing. It's basically like LeBron holding the Lakers hostage right or now. Or Cleveland, or like, wherever you went. Like yeah. it's, it's just Aaron Rodgers is such a star and commands so much attention and so much unflinching, one hundred percent support that when he doesn't get it, he cries and breaks his toys and takes yeah. it home and. And, you know, and I say, uh, the reason why I say that Aaron Rodgers has got to feel like an asshole is because you did all this posturing, you got what you wanted, and guess what? Be careful what you wish for, because you got your money, but now it comes at the cost of, well, now you just lost your second best playmaker. So now who will you throw to? What will become of you? You signed this contract in hopes that you guys were just just close enough to get maybe over the hump. I mean, right. Instead, they, they look good last year, really. Just well, they lost like in the you divisional. said. No, I'm just saying. But regular season wise, I think a lot of people picked him to the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers is a slightly better version than Derek Carr, and I said what I said. Yeah, you did say that, and I agree with you. But I'm just saying, like, it was just you this know, yours, right? their playoff woes continue. Yeah, um, the playoff woes continue, and that's just got to be disappointing. I don't think this helps. I don't know if the Packers without Devontae Adams can finish in a top two or three seed. I still, I still think they're capable of making the playoffs, but I just do think that it's they're going to struggle. Road. It's a harder road. They might lose to some conference opponents uh, during the year that maybe everyone thinks that they should beat. Because like, like I, I don't think, while I think the Lions and Bears are rebuilding, they still got some talent, so I think they could be frisky in certain situations. We might see the Packers lose to them. And regardless, I just think this makes the NFC a little bit more wide open. It's weird because, like, well, I think both conferences are wide open, but the AFC is, like, 
the AFC is a lot of good quarterbacks, right? AFC it, has probably the best collection of talent. Yeah, I would say I have like top ten quarterbacks. They probably have like seven, you know, so almost Especially eight. Especially the AFC West. Right, and so Did I just talk about that last time. No, we'll get into okay, that. There's a okay. lot of things like I said to get into, but it's just interesting that um, I don't know. I I think you know these teams are really <laughs> focusing on the competition. Well, I'll tell you this right now. So Devontae Adams leaves. He signs with the Raiders. But even with Devontae Adams and Derek Carr paired together alongside Hunter Renfro, I still don't think the Raiders still? are good enough to – No, no, no. They're good enough to make a wild card, and then that's it. They're, they're, dude, it's the Raiders. I'm sorry. They, they just they – they, I, this I, is a you team that perpetually chokes. But they went to the playoffs last year. You keep saying this, and we made this bet last week or two weeks ago on air, right, Chargers and Raiders – Raiders oh, gonna... that the Chargers will finish with a better record. Yeah, and I, well, they have I thirty-one the flavors of, fla- of fun. Uh, fuck Herbert, dude. Until you, until dude, he gets to the, I'm until sorry. he gets to the playoffs. Listen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, like I'm completely honest. Are we like, kidding me right now? Who cares if a player is uber talented if he can't get you to the playoffs and make good decisions? So What's Derek Carr. So te- you just described Derek Carr to a but team. But Derek Carr has probably been. Well, I mean, he yeah, doesn't he's make been good the... decisions. Because okay, they've he, never been past the wild card. What I'm card, trying to say is Herbert. Herbert is the same way. He's a rookie. People draw. He gets way more. No, this year what two or three now. Oh, that's still rookie, buddy. Okay, right. he's not a rookie, but he's But people new. want to he put him in the top five of the league. He's not top five. He is. He's top five talent. There's a, you got to understand there's a difference between talent and actual overall okay, skill. Okay, so he's not solidified, but Derek Carr is. Derek Carr's a top five. I'm not saying Derek Carr's a top five quarterback. I didn't say that. I'm just saying the hype over Herbert is a little too much. Let's, let's rear it back in. I didn't know you hated the Chargers so much. Uh, I mean, I'm not a Charger I, fan, but like, I don't hate damn, the Chargers. You gotta give credit where credit's due. No, nah, like, give me, like, watch give me the straight. Rams. Better be careful because their little no, brother okay. just started lifting. That that's its equivalent. Older brother has for it's basically what happened Dude, is the Rams. Is the, Lakers the Rams Clippers. are a senior right now, and he's like, oh, like my he's my little brother, and the little brother's a sophomore, and he's fucking pumping iron. Like he just discovered, like, dude, I'm actually pretty good at this, and I can I can get at my older brother. Like he's gonna overlook me. And watch, Jacob. just watch. It's gonna take a, a couple more years, and the Chargers all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the Rams. The Rams are going to be like the Lakers, dude. Every year, both of those franchises and SE, you have to be in national championship contention. And the Dodgers, World Series, any big LA team, you have to be in contention. Right. To, and the Chargers to haven't done continuously, it. Continuously, uh, Chargers keep have the not fan. done it. No, you're right. But here's the thing about Charger fans over Rams fans: they will earn their fucking bones. I think they're willing to stick around through tougher and thinner times <sighs> than the Rams fans. I don't know if there's any Charger fans left. I, I, I'm glad you believe in the Chargers. No. I don't want to say that you're faulty for that. But you want to know what it is? I've been Chargers, exposed to a lot of it. My dad's a, a Bolts fan. I know. And, in the and last he has 20, the games on And the I, last 20 years, Jacob, they've had some good teams. Do you remember the team with Philip Rivers, I with Damian Tomlinson, Antonio Gates? Like, I think it was 2008. Marty Schamerheimer was the head coach. Alec will tell you, dude. Like, those were, like, some ep- – like, Better than fucking Herbert in them, like. But Herbert as, as a team, as a team. All like, right, I'm not saying Philip Rivers is a better quarterback. I'm just saying as a team, regular season wise, they were better, more well put together. Had studs on defense before Sean Merriman got busted. They had other dudes like that. They were dogs. However, they just continuously choke. And look, I'm not. We talked about I think off air one time about curses and shit. I do believe some teams just have bad luck. And the Chargers are one of those franchises. You don't think I the think Rams do? The Clippers do. are one of those franchises. Yeah, you're right. The Hold Rams on. broke it. But look, no, I'm no, just no, saying. No, I meant like. There's some team. Like the Browns are another team that's had some really bad luck lately. Right. But if we're talking curses, like, dude, what Stan Kroenke did to the city of fucking. Uh, St. Louis? St. Louis yeah. is, is criminal. Like, like that's oh, fucking agree. curse worthy. I agree. I'm not saying like, they're. I'm not saying they almost bankrupted the city of St. Louis. I get it. 
I get that, but I'm just saying, look, they just won a world or a Super Bowl, so it's gonna like kind of cover up some of their yes. woes the past 20 years. But even like the Cowboys, everyone you know hypes up with the Cowboys, and it's like, dude, they haven't been relevant since the 90s. Like they just kind of been on a really bad stretch until they prove me wrong. I'm not going to believe in them. And until the Chargers prove me wrong, I'm not going to believe them. I don't care That's who their fair. quarterback is. That. I don't care who their head coach is. There's just some franchises that whatever stretch they're on, they just get really unlucky. And it's just like, I'm okay. sorry. you got you got Does Buffalo fall in that? Because 13 um, seconds is pretty haunting, dude. Uh, It's still too short. I wouldn't, you know, they've had Josh Allen for, what, three years? Well, I'm talking about just, like, franchise-wise, like 90, 91, 92. I no, guess, 91, yeah. 92, 93, 94. I would say so. So the whole 90s until now, you know, because they were bad for a while, too. I, I would say, yeah, they've had an unlucky stretch. The Jets also. I would say the Jets have been unluckier, though, because how many times have they been into the playoffs the last, you know, 25 I years? I have no idea. Maybe like Detroit's a whole other level of cesspool bad. Yeah, so Detroit's another one. The point is, there's some teams that are just historically bad, and I'm going to say Chargers are one of them. So that's why I disagree with you. And I, you know, Herbert might be a physically gifted quarterback, but I don't think he's as talented as Burrow, Mahomes. Allen, some of these other top-tier quarterbacks. Well, we can definitely pick apart that this yes. conversation for a while, but we have other bigger trade News to yeah, yeah. fish to fry. But I, I'll put it to you this way. I'm not a Bolts fan, but I would not be surprised at all if You're the Chargers win the AFC West. Yeah. Okay. They, they got uh, they got Von Miller. It's worth, or is it Von no, Miller? Buffalo got Von Miller. Who did the Chargers? They got Khalil Mack. They traded for Khalil Mack. Which I think is pretty solid because now you're forcing guys to choose between Joey Bosa or Khalil yeah, Mack. And they but they did for... let Nwosu uh, go, which sucks. They did, but they traded for um. Oh, or not, I think they signed J.C. Jackson, right? Corner, no, top sure. corner from the Patriots. They they made some moves in free agency. That was what we we're trying to say, and so the entire AFC West <laughs> is scary because we just mentioned the Raiders, some of the Chargers' big moves. The Broncos, man, they traded for Russell Wilson. Yeah, they're gonna let Russ cook in the Mile High City. Yeah, uh, the Seahawks traded him. This is one of those things that I really I wonder. I've heard these rumors for the last two three years, but you almost don't want to believe it because you get so attached to a player being with one franchise and while that is a dying art in our current era of sports i thought russell wilson was going to be one of those guys but the writings on the wall were true you know he did get the trade that he wanted and now he's a denver bronco you know what seattle's going to do a whole shuffling of cards though because pete yeah. carroll's on his way out and yeah. i think pete's time on the sideline is coming to an end too he's an old kind yeah. of outdated coach unfortunately mm -hmm. uh so Happy trails to Pete Carroll, I believe. I don't know. Not confirmed or nothing like that. I just... Probably his last year. One of the last couple of years. Just speculation on my end. But in terms of Russell Wilson, uh, do you remember the injury he sustained that kept him out for a majority of the season Finger, last year? right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Brady Quinn came on on a segment on AM570. This was about a year ago. I still remember it because I thought it was very insightful. Mm -hmm. He goes, the injury that he sustained, it was kind of like a ligament, a ligament damage, but it makes it harder in cold weather because... Brady Quinn sustained the same type of injury ah. and in cold weather it's already hard to grip the football so you need to put a little more spin and pizzazz but with the injury that he sustained ah. it's kind of hard to put all that pressure so I wonder if being in Denver is going to kind of affect his passing ability I don't mm. I don't I can't speak on how well he did coming back from the injury you gotta wonder Seattle, how that finger but, healed I mean definitely like you know now you're in a colder climate than Seattle yeah you're in a higher altitude climate too that's a good point. I, I would like to think that the Broncos are going to do whatever they can to keep him healthy, right? Protect him the he's best they can. He's an aging quarterback, too. But he's he gotten is. smarter. And he is. Look, I would also say, while he never ran like Cam Newton or Andrew Luck, you know, he definitely put himself out there to take some shots compared to some oh, of yeah. the older traditional quarterbacks, right? So, you know, the body is going to wear and tear a little faster. He's not as athletic. And I felt like, you know, part of Russell Wilson's greatest 
attributes was the ability to extend the play. You know, pressure would come from one way. He's escaping, but he's not escaping to scramble. He would escape, buy some time, look downfield, and then, like, you know, it's hard to cover for eight seconds, so, like, a DB is going to give some guy open and hits, you know, Tyler Lockett or somebody big for a big play. Um, if he's going to be able to do that in Denver, it's kind of still remains to be seen. I know the Broncos have kind of Judy, a mediocre. Yeah, he has Judy and Car- uh, Cortland Sutton, so really good receivers, I like to say. But let's not forget yeah. the offensive line's important. And, and you know, while Burrow kind of defeated those odds against him this past year, you know, let's see if Russell Wilson, a 33-year-old Russell Wilson, can do that in Denver with their, like, subpar line. Matt Ryan to the yeah. Indianapolis Colts, another yeah. old Billy Goat in a new location. True, and I think even preceding that was Carl. What is his name? Carl, Carson Car- Wentz. Carson. I almost said he Carlos. He's now the Commanders Carlos. He's now <laughs> Car- the Washington, Wentz. The Washington yeah. Commanders quarterback. So, I mean. What happened to te- uh, Tyler Heineke? They were kind of big on him after that I just super think, wild car. He fizzled out? I think he fizzled out. Some teams got film on him, and it's like, hey, like he's a decent backup. And he, he's almost Ryan Fitzpatrick-esque, you know, the guy who he was behind last year and had to play for Harvard when he got hurt. He, you know, he'll make some plays, but he's not a guy that you want to start your season with and be like, hey, this is our starting quarterback. Because it does, you know, he's a good backup, I think, but I just think he's a career, he's a better career backup than most, but I don't think he's a starter. And I think that's why they went and get one. What? Yeah, went and got Wentz. How do you feel about the Matt Ryan trade? I know a lot of people are kind of happy with it, sort of. I'm surprised. There seems to be this general positive reaction to it. Yeah, I think it's weird because... Definitely um, Atlanta was no longer his home, though. That's for dang sure. Yeah. Atlanta has a new coach, new GM, so they're trying to rebuild. Matt Ryan's an older quarterback, so what's the point of rebuilding with someone older and who you think that's not going to take you over the hump? Again, another guy I thought, hey, because he did so much, he won the MVP, he took a team to the Super Bowl... While his accomplishments kind of stopped there, I still think he's probably been one of the at least top seven or eight Atlanta Falcons ever in their franchise history, right? I don't think they have a, a luxurious history of guys much better than Ryan, right? What Especially other, quarterbacks. What other top Falcons would you name? Uh, I Vic? mean, Vic, Deion Sanders Deion was there Sanders. for a year or a couple years. I mean, uh, Vic, Warren was no, it wasn't Warren Dillon, right? It was Sap. No, no, no. Sap was a Buccaneer. I have no they had idea. a good work done, maybe. Work done, listeners. If I'm just familiar. Asking, I'm just I know. Curious, yeah, they had, a, said that, I just they had a really good running back for a few years. Um, Roddy White was a good receiver for them for a few years. Honestly, anything further than that, I'm not a great Falcons yeah, historian. Okay, we're not, we're not I know, but I'm just saying I, that's the thing too. I think there's been a franchise who really hasn't had a lot of memorable players to begin with. So, um, <laughs> Matt Ryan, I'm glad he's out of the NFC South. Although, you know what? I'm not that glad because he was another player. I felt like sometimes in the bigger moments he would choke. And definitely a little bit more yeah. overhyped. That's kind of that's, that's what I heard from the Ben Mallard show. Mallard was like, "Yeah, dude, if you need to rely on Ryan to like get you into the playoffs, yeah. like it's a it, this is the ninth week, tenth week, and this win will put you in the wild card." Like Matt Ryan cannot and will not do it. And that's why I'm tripping because it's like, how is this an upgrade over Carson Wentz? I thought a lot of people uh, have mixed better, reviews. Better veteran uh, presence, I think. But Carson Wentz is like five, six years in the league. You could say he's a veteran now. I, I think. No, but I think Matt Ryan has a better veteran presence. I just don't think. Kind of excited to see what Ryan will do with a guy like Michael Pittman. You're right, but what did he do with Julio Jones? Not much. He, can, he always stumbled in the red zone. Look, I get your point, and look, I know the Colts kind of got thrown into a weird tailspin because they finally built a team around Andrew Luck, then he retires kind of at an early age, and now they have no quarterback, and they've bounced around the last three years. Um, they gambled on Wentz, and while Wentz did 
let's just find out call it he choked in that last game of the season to the Jaguars of all teams you know the whole year he had a, a his best year statistically wise he turned the ball over the least and that's always been a questionable decision with Wentz he still had some blunders but is I don't think Matt Ryan's just gonna make him that much better and it's kind of like even the Washington Commanders, I think Wentz is a little bit of an upgrade over Heineke. But, like, these gambles, it's kind of weird because, like, Broncos going from Drew Locke to Russell Wilson, huge upgrade. But these two upgrades from the Colts and the Commanders, I don't see it as, like, a big upgrade for them. Apparently, we'll move on after this, but apparently there's, like, this conspiracy theory that, like, Ursay, the owner of the Colts, is, like, kind of not committing to any, like, major franchise build quarterback because there's hopes that maybe one day Andrew Luck will just mm. want to come back and lace up the cleats and the Colts are going to obviously accept him with open arms but it gets uh, harder I, I mean that's happening. if you're three years out of the league four years at some point it just gets yeah, hard to get back uh, into it Kaepernick looks pretty solid you're right I'm not saying it's impossible but I also think Andrew Luck has always been kind of like Luke Keekley and some of these players who have been retiring early Andrew Luck has always been bigger than fo- like or not bigger than football I mean he has more on his mind than just football and he has other ideas ventures and things he would like to try and so that's kind of like I think that's why he kind of stepped away because it's like football was cool to him, but he didn't love football like some other guys. You know, I hated Andrew Luck because of his Stanford days, but after that, I respected the hell out of him. Yeah. So it's just, you know, that's some football news. The last thing we'll bring up, too. The city I, of Cleveland. They yeah. better update their rub and tub bunkers because Deshaun Watson's coming to town. Yeah, so Deshaun Watson, like, you know, news walked on in the past week and a half. He uh, was, was proved basically not guilty in some of the uh, – Charges all, all and all 22? the charge, yeah, and all the charges that all were against 22 him. Cases. So Houston was able to trade him. They got, they made off with some crazy shit. They're getting tons of picks for him. I don't yeah. know if he's worth the tons of picks. I think Deshaun Watson. We didn't see him play all last year, so we might forget. But I think Deshaun Watson, this that 2020 and 2019 year, he was a top five is, quarterback, is top, top seven a playoff team now. It's tough because Still who is it? Gonna, they, they they don't have OBJ. They got rid of uh, Jarvis. Or Jarvis Landry's a free agent now. So it's David Njoku and Njoku's not not a terrible tight end. Right, but I forgot who I don't even know who their best receiver is at this point. Um, so I don't know what Deshaun Watson will be throwing to. Yeah, sure, he has a great running game, but I think Watson's a little bit more than just a handoff kind of quarterback. Oh yeah, he's a so, dynamic. Player. Yeah, he's everything Baker Mayfield isn't. Right, including height. you could stretch the field with Baker, uh, or excuse me, with Deshaun. Deshaun and Baker was kind of limited. You had to kind of program things for him. So it's just interesting. I think. The AFC, like we already knew, it was dangerous, but the Browns, not this past year, but two years ago, they went toe-to-toe with the Chiefs in that championship game, right? I think a lot of people forget what, forget about that. This year was a down year, but now that they have Watson, a top-tier elite quarterback, I think uh, they'll be right up there in the top five, top four of the AFC next year. You know, it's interesting to see the reaction to Deshaun Watson going back in the league because I think to tie it back into baseball, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be kind of like that with Trevor Bauer. I, I, think, oh, he, yeah. I think he's going to be a Dodger again. Yeah. He was found not guilty. That's the most important part. Right. And um, didn't he have player options? Has he announced if he's going to pick that up yet? Or I, I am unaware, and I do not know. Because I know his contract recording. was like something like it was something odd where he had like three straight player options. So he, he could out at it any year. Oh, really? I think so. Sure. I thought so. Regardless, you know, we'll try and keep you guys up as, as much as we can with the NFL offseason moves it to come. It changes very fast. Yeah, it's going to change very fast. Oh, well, I as still of today, think... Tyreek Hill is on the Dolphins. Oh, yeah. Fucking, yeah. Last football storyline. Tyreek Hill, man. I guess he wanted to be the most paid receiver. and Can't do that so, when you pay your quarterback $55 million or yeah. $155 million. Yeah, so 
you know, because they paid Mahomes a fat contract, Tyreek Hill was like, see ya. And he went to the Dolphins. I'm interested to see how this affects the Chiefs. I don't think this really does much for the Dolphins, unfortunately. Tua is the quarterback. You got Jalen Waddle. You still have the fast receivers. Tua Tua doesn't have the most pristine arm. Right. I don't don't think. If if they went to a better quarterback, I think, man. But I think, if anything, now this motivates Miami. Uh, you think Baker Mayfield's that much? Uh, maybe no, there's asking. A... He has a better arm. Mayfield can. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll put a poll up. If you're the Dolphins, who would you rather have next year? The Baker Mayfield or Tua Tagovailoa? Nah, I'm just say Tua. Tua. Yeah, Tua or Baker Mayfield. So, um, I think the Panthers are still in play to get a quarterback. Uh, the NFL draft's obviously coming up. So we'll see. Kenny, oh. Kenny Pickett's looking really good, I've heard. Yeah, Malik Willis is also, his stock is climbing. Uh, so just things are going to get interesting. We'll keep you up to date. Remember, this is not a sports podcast, but we do care about sports a lot. So we will inform you of the big news to happen. We're like, we're like a mini sports podcast. Yeah, we're kind of a little mini sports. Um, moving on to, obviously, some of the other bigger news this past week. March Madness, baby. Last week was the Mascot Madness episode. We're going to look up some of our bracket standings. But anything, I know you had uh, your birthday celebration this weekend. But just kind of any game or storyline really stick out to you from this first two rounds that we witnessed this past weekend? So first things first, I made three brackets. Okay. One is Jacob's real one. That <laughs> has 310 points. I'm picking at 12%. And, yeah, it's cold. Then I got Jacob's lucky picks, mm. which is doing the best at 380 points. Nice. Texas Tech winning that one. I have Villanova winning mine. Ooh. And then I have Houston winning the third pick, which was, like, all random. So that's obviously... <laughs> I don't think going to happen. And in the group itself, uh, let's see the front row seat podcast. Ray T, shout out to Ray, number one, tied with Noah. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, I need Arizona to lose. <laughs> uh, I'm at fifth. I'm I'm in sole possession of fifth. I'm yep. ten points ahead of Alex. So suck it. Uh, we got ES fan, ESPN fan, five eight six two three three. They have zero points. They suck. Yeah. And then there's the mascot madness, which. Has 240 points. I don't think we're gonna get much on that one anymore. No, yeah, because we're pretty. We had UAB winning, and obviously when they lose the first round, it's kind of tough. But we did predict St. Peter's to win, so I thought that was pretty cool. We're probably one of like a handful of brackets that picked that. uh, For my Sweet 16 in the West bracket, I did get Gonzaga correct, but I got New Mexico State wrong. Ooh. Yeah, I had New Mexico State. I really like that kid though. That um. Teddy Buckets? Teddy Allen, I think his name is? His last name is Teddy Buckets? No, his last name is Allen. I mean, his last name is Buckets, not <laughs> no, Teddy Buckets. <laughs> his nickname so is Teddy it's, Buckets. <laughs> it's a one in four in the West bracket alongside. I did have Texas Tech advancing, but I had Michigan State winning. Ah. So, Duke, that's three That was a two. tough game, but Michigan Apparently, State definitely yeah, from choked. what I heard from they you. They choked. And then took it to the East, where mm. Baylor lost. That hurts because I had Baylor in the natty, so oh, that's X's yeah. all across the board. Shout out to Baylor we for got choking. eight seed UNC and I had Indiana going, so that's not there anymore with UCLA. So I'm getting basically no points from here on out. Yeah. Um, the East was a the tough East. racket. East was yeah, a tough I'm region. literally getting no points from the East. That's pretty fucking sad. So I, I don't care at all. I'm just not going to watch that bracket. Then there's Purdue and St. Peter's. I believe that's on Friday as well at 4. Um, if St. Peter's beats them, dude, that'll, that would be pretty. Lin, that would be incredible. Lin Sanity. Yeah. That, that would literally be Lynn Sanity. Yeah, they're a small-ass school. Only 2,600 <sighs> 2, students. Uh, they're a small school, I think, in freaking New Jersey, somewhere on the East Coast. So they're not even really a big program or anything. And the, fact that, the fact that they've been on this run is just truly incredible. It speaks a lot to March Madness. Um, some of the other standings. South. In the yeah. South, I do have Arizona still surviving. 
I believe I have them losing in the Elite Eight or maybe the Final Four or something. Uh, I have Houston. So I got Arizona pick right, but I got Houston wrong. I had Illinois in the Sweet 16. That didn't go so well. I had Colorado State in the Sweet 16. That did not go well. Instead, it's Michigan and Nova. So I need Nova to win um, basically Thursday night. I'm pretty sure they will. Midwest, I've actually picked right up until this point. Kansas and Providence. I need Kansas to advance. I took LSU. Your Tigers let me down. Yeah. Uh, That's Iowa State and Miami. I took Auburn. So overall, I can only score points on the West bracket, the Southern bracket, and the Midwest bracket on one game. After that, I'm not gaining any more points. So it doesn't look good for Jacob Fanshawe's odds. Unfortunately. Hey, eat my ass. Hey, <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I know only some have things. one. I only. I know out some of my things. final four, I have one out. So it's three out of four. So I can still score okay. some big points. I have two out. So actually, you probably can get some more points than me at that late round. I need Arizona to lose. I, if Arizona look, loses, Arizona's not losing, bro. Arizona's not fucking losing. Arizona, I'm calling it on the show. If, if Arizona loses, you guys definitely fall from number one. And I have a great attempt to come up and yes, but, shock you. Yes, but I don't think Arizona is going to lose. Me neither. That's just me. No, but I look, I, whole, I wholeheartedly agree. Rest of the front row seat standings. Ray T at one. I'm tied at one with 400 points. A. Jamie. Don't know who that is exactly, but they're third with Purdue, and they have 370 points. A.J. Newell. A.J. Newell's fourth, 330 points. Appreciate you always tweeting. Yes, Jacob is at five with 310. His winner is Villanova. And then obviously, like you said, Alec behind you he said it's time points. for madness yeah time for madness losses yeah yeah because you suck <laughs> unfortunately alec our good buddy's not doing too well this is fun this is a, t- a fun time oh we I think... are gonna make a fantasy f- baseball league oh, or the, i'm gonna do it or yeah i'm gonna okay, do it okay. i'm gonna create it um because i want to play fantasy baseball this year um how, how big are leagues typically uh i mean you, you, this is like football i mean people like to do 10 10? You could do as many as you want. Or my brother, I bet you, my brother would kick our ass. Oh, you think? So? I think I, he would too. It'd be fun to. Probably I feel like put between if me, you, young boy Griff, Chris, Chris, Alec, Alec I, I feel like of that maybe my Marcos. Brother, you think we can get Marcos into it? No. Well, Eddie? I don't think he'd like. No, they don't like baseball like that. What about you? Need to kind of have a like for base because you need to adjust your lineup. What every about day. who else listens to the show? Sabrina? Any baseball in her? I mean, I've made her like baseball, but I don't know if... <laughs> you made her like baseball? <laughs> like this sport. <laughs> Goddamn right. Held a gun to her fucking head. Uh, hey, relax. Nah, I'm kidding. Um, who else? I think we get like one or two other people, for sure. Uh, Angel Guerrero. And then we can ask Andrew Pasquini at the end of the day. Maybe, maybe he'll want to do two leagues. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, again, winner gets a date with us. Ooh, winner gets a date with us. And right. Olive Garden paid by yours truly, Noah Alvarez. Beer pie and wine and the breadsticks. I thought breadsticks were unlimited and free. Oh, you're right. So, yeah, I will so you're paying for the wine. You'll pay for the wine. Sure, why not? I'll pay for the food. Um, sure. That's just some plans down the road. Uh, yeah, so March Madness, I mean, we just mentioned St. Peter's. Um, a lot of cool stories, though. I think Michigan was another cool story. They were a lower-ranked seed that has advanced to this round of the playoffs. Um, I don't know, just watch March Madness. We're in the Sweet 16. Things it's going to get, get way more interesting Yeah, because they play two more games, or they have Two games this upcoming weekend, right, each team, and then it'll be the lead eight, or excuse me, the final four, I believe. So this is all going to get down to the nitty-gritty. Um, I think, yeah, I think we can move on from that, unless you have anything else to kind of No, sir, I need Arizona to win. I mean, lose. lose yeah. yeah, and then I can climb up the rankings. Go Cats! Um, last, Go thing Cats. I ha- last thing we have on the agenda. Bear down. Bear down. Last thing we have on the agenda. This was kind of an interesting topic. Let me know if you want to get into this. Um... Penn University of Pennsylvania 
Uh, they have a swimmer by the name of Leah Thomas. She's a transgender. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, she's a transgender. She's like she transitioned from male to female. Um, she was a male swimmer. Transition. Now she's in the female swimming. Uh, she won the 500-yard freestyle this past week. She became the first transgender to win a D1 championship. Um, I, I just think this caused a lot of news, so I kind of wanted to touch up on it. But this covered a lot of news. This not covered, but this was a big news, breaking news point. Uh, I saw a lot of timeline get active on this one uh, on Twitter this past week. I do not have a solid opinion. Mm. Uh, genuinely, I, I do not because uh, I asked my buddy Andy, who is a coach, and I think he gave me a pretty solid answer in that you can change and it's you can identify with whatever you'd like and you can be comfortable within yourself. I don't think that's the issue. I think the issue lays in that genetically at your core you do not change. Yeah, you're and a disadvantage. No amount of, or you're at an advantage. Excuse no me. amount of estrogen, I believe, can rearrange your DNA. Unless you can rewrite and re-splice your DNA, you are still genetically a man. Right. And I think that comes with certain advan uh, advantages. Mm -hmm. And... I'm unsure what the way, what the proper way for it is, but there's also been more concerning stories that I've heard that this person uh, has. I've heard about this once and it's not confirmed, so I don't want to speak falsities. Please go and follow um, a more, how do you say, reliable news source for this and look it up. But I had read that apparently this person who said Leah, yeah, apparently Leah Thompson, Thomas, uh, Thomas, excuse me, they have not been covering their genitalia in the locker room which has led to some discomfort amongst the women on the team Damn. which is totally a understandable and acceptable discomfort to have if you're a woman i don't think you wish to see a penis and testicles amongst your fellow swimmers right i'm unsure i don't know that's a do, little do i think you should bar transgender people from participating in sanctioned NCAA events? Absolutely not. 100%. But does it need to be fair and balanced? Yes. 100%. Thank God neither you or I have to be in such positions to make decisions. Right. It's interesting and I kind of have the same opinion to you. Someone tweeted out a graphic and I don't have the exact number but you know Leah Thomas as a male when he was competing oh, I saw, in the I men's swimming team. I did see that they had never he was ranked in like the 400s he wasn't a top even 100 swimmer like he was vet re relatively low pack. and middle of the pack very probably say at the end of the pack if you're thinking about it. i don't know how many swimmers there are in the d1 level but yeah it, it was just interesting to kind of see him all of a sudden become now the most dominant woman and just like you said your buddy andy pointed out Genetically, males are born with bigger hearts, lungs. You're born with more testosterone, are producing more testosterone. And then something so, about our total ba our body fat. A woman's total body fat yeah. tops out at a certain... Uh, Percentage. Yeah. So, you know, genetically, you're just going to have such a bigger advantage to most females competing in this uh, NCAA swimming class. So... I don't know. Yeah, like you said, I don't know the proper way to go about it. I don't think you should hold them out from com competing. But when it comes down to a championship like that, it's just you. The the best tweet I saw with it was just like you know, women athletes, women collegiate athletes deserve so much better. And it's just like, you know, how how must that feel for the people who finish second and third? Because it's like, hey, you've been training your whole life, and out of your genetic pool, at least. Like you are the best, you know. You finished second and third. Like, had this Leah Thomas not been racing, uh, you would have been first and second. 
And um, so it, it's tough. I, I think from personal experience too, I remember uh, one of the broadcasts that we did for Fullerton College, uh, one of their women's basketball games, they had a trans player uh, on, at Long Beach City College, right? I won't say her name or anything, but I just remember it was a conversation that we had amongst the, the broadcasters and the mentors that were running that program. And like, it, we, it was weird because this player was six foot, but relatively thin and just enormously faster than everybody else. Like, so, like, it was such a wide disparity, Jacob. It was crazy. Did she play a little erratic? She did. So it wasn't like she was dominating out here killing. But, you know, she was six foot, which is taller than most women who were on the, you know, Juco level teams. So she would play like a forward position, get a lot of rebounds, and then just go coast to coast. But she would go so fast sometimes she was out of control. Um, not a great dribbler. But nonetheless, you know, you could see it in that game. Genetically, she was different than all the other females on the court. And so just, like I said, first-hand experience. Now you're watching it with Leah Thomas. You're hearing about it with Leah Thomas. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. Like I said, I don't know how to properly handle it. But it's something, I guess, to watch out for because this may or may not happen again uh, in our near future. Well, it's going to happen again. And yeah. Somebody's hand is going to be forced to. There's going to be some kind of guidelines or some protection, some some rails yeah. that just you need to be able to. There needs again, there needs to be a fine balance. It needs to be balanced. It cannot. Life is all about balance. You cannot allow for this to go unabated and without any kind of guidelines for it, because then it, maybe you make a whole special like. Mm. This is just for transgenders. Mm. Whether you identify as male or woman, and it's just a mixed race, but they're all transgender. Okay. I don't I like know. Maybe that, yeah. that could potentially work. And we have a new NCAA sanctioned type of event. Yeah. I'm unsure. Oh, look at that doggo. Look at that doggo. Um, good. I think that was a. Uh, um, let us know what you think about it on Twitter. <laughs> Little doggo joining us. Well said. I think that's going to end the show. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, kind of on the topic of balance, just r- reminder for the listeners make sure you keep up a friendly balance. Uh, of all things in life. Of all things in life, yeah. Work and play, you know, self-love and romantic love. Um, I don't know, you know, smoking and drinking. Just keep a balance of everything in your life. Check your emotions. Check all that check stuff. Check your testicles for weird bumps. <laughs> check your testicles. Check don't your go in, Don't enter bumps. the void of yeah, existential don't, thoughts. Don't, don't stare into the void because the void does indeed stare back at you. Yeah. Um, so just, you know. File your taxes. I've yet to do oh, that. Oh, yeah. I have not Jacob, done gotta, my taxes yet. I don't know when tax season is, and I'm, I'm just going to do what I did last year. You got to do your taxes. Hope and prayer. <laughs> don't <laughs> Dude, not do your taxes. I, no, I did my taxes. I didn't I didn't, I didn't. didn't avoid paying my taxes. I think what happened was is I just went on HR, and it was like, bloop, 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 and I filed my taxes, and that was okay. it. Uh, it was nothing special. I don't know, but don't forget to do your taxes. Yes. Women, check your breasts for cancer. Men, check, check your, your testicles. testicles for cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, Brush your teeth every you know day. Yeah, you Floss. should. Yeah, you should definitely do that. I don't know. I, I guess Wipe since we're your giving... butt till there's no poop left on the uh, toilet paper. Unless you're showering afterwards. Well, then you got to stick two fingers between your butt cheeks. Ooh, nice. I mean, are you telling me that you don't? Is I this, just, I just stick the bar. Out? You stick the entire bar of soap between your ass. Well, cheeks? not like what the fuck. You slide it down like a credit card. <laughs> I cannot tell if you're being sarcastic or not, but in any you case, know. ladies and gentlemen, stay safe, yes. stay clean, stay balanced, stay balanced, wear a mask if you don't feel comfortable being unmasked, love yourself, be vaccinated if you believe in vac- if you believe in the power of yeah. modern science, if you do not, <laughs> I cannot help you, and I'm not going to try and defend and or fight your beliefs, true, 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 good point, if you're religious, practice and participate in Lent, I do not, and I am not, so I'm eating meat on Fridays, I'm nice, sorry, nice, nice, 
Um, Chick fil A's are good. I mean, fish fillets are good, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, filet of fish. You and those filet of yeah, fish. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. shout out to the Arby's disc, man. Oh, wait, I didn't hear that. You didn't? Yeah, you saw it. I didn't it. watch it. I saw it. I didn't watch it. Okay, well. It took too long. My, my attention span is that of a squirrel. Ooh, okay, so you are more like this new generation. Nah, nah I'm just kidding. But um, last thing I guess we'll talk about or just mention McDonald's, if you think of the ba da ba ba ba, I'm loving it. That anthem, that little theme song. Apparently, it was written by uh, none other than Pusha, Pusha T. T. He had a part in writing that. Also, Justin Timberlake um, says that he. What can't that man do? He first right? he disses Drake. Drake. And then, because he hasn't got properly gone. For some reason, this became like a publicly known thing within the past couple years. So, he went over to Arby's, and basically, Arby's made a diss track. To the filet fish without saying the filet fish's name, but they're advertising their fish sandwich. Um, I think I have to try <laughs> the fish sandwich now. Even though we talked shell on Arby's a, a long time ago, I, I gotta try the fish sandwich just because Push the T made a great disc. You're on your own with that one there, buddy. Oh, I'm, that's not, fine. I'm not gonna eat Arby's that's fine. under any circumstance. Okay, fair enough. And, and uh, you enjoy that surf and turf, whatever the fuck you want to get. No, it's just the filet fish and I actually mm. haven't even had one yet, so okay. I should make my way down to my local McDonald's, Ugh. and I should be like, give me extra tartar sauce, bitch. Ugh. Yeah, yeah no, we're yeah. starting. I, yeah, I need minimum tartar sauce, really. Ugh. Yeah. Okay, anyways, that's going to do it for episode 56. Hope I, you guys I can enjoy. You they will put tartar sauce on the Arby's one, so be prepared for that. Yeah, that's for light tartar sauce. <laughs> be prepared for for the same amount of disappointment and throwing up that you're doing. Right <laughs> it's not gonna hey, change. All right. Just because Pusha T made a song about it doesn't make the food taste better. Shout out to Pusha T, man. Shout out to you, the listener. Thanks for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed the content. Be sure to like, follow, subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Front Row Seat Pod. That's at front row seat pod at underscore no alvarez for my personal at jacob fanshaw for my personal and yeah forward me your resumes i would like to know what your resumes look like so i can compare mine or don't no i'm i'm a recruiter <laughs> i'm actually with zip recruiter you're so. a zip recruiter shut so up i can actually give you guys shut up with insight. your crocs <laughs> i gotta show you this meme where it was like um people who wear crocs. It, no it's this cartoon and it's like a person and he sees death flying over to him and it says, at first I was scared of death. And the next slide was death flying in Crocs. And then it said, then I saw him in Crocs. And it's the cartoon laughing. You that know, was funny. That's you. you That's you. What? If you were a, a, a recruiter in Crocs, I'd be like, ah, this guy's not legit. Well, a high school football recruiter? Yeah. Like, ma'am, I'd like to have your son in our program. And I'm just wearing my white Crocs. <laughs> and would be like, ah, oh, yeah, this guy's not legit. sport mode on, though? Oh, no. Still. Still no. I don't know why Birkenstocks are socially acceptable, but Crocs Birkenstocks are, are ugly, too. That's a that's like a white NorCal thing. Superior comfort, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Rocker slides. Uh, All right, <laughs> this is it, guys. Peace out, folks. Love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Episode fifty-six.